have to eat the dream. You have to sleep the dream. You have to dream the dream. You got to touch. You have to see it when nobody else sees it. You have to feel it when it's not tangible. You have to believe it when you cannot see it. You got to be possessed with the dream. The dream. Yeah. What's up, guys, and welcome to Straight From The Chest Podcast. My name is Jessica Groth, and I am your host on this personal development, personal growth podcast that I'm so excited that you're taking part in right now. Listen, if you are new to the show, I just want to welcome you. If you have been listening for any length of time, I want to welcome you back, and I just thank you for all for being here and just being so supportive of the channel, of the podcast, and Look, if this is a podcast you derive value from or you believe anybody else would value from, please don't hesitate to share with them and even yourself, share it, link it on your Instagram stories, straight from the chest podcast or, uh, and, or tag myself on my Instagram handle, which is Justin Craig Groth on Instagram and just help generate more awareness of the podcast and what we're doing over here and what we're, what we're what we're promulgating and what we're advocating for and the guests that we have on, et cetera. I just thank you so much for that in advance. And I'm just very, very appreciative of that. So thank you guys. So I'm notorious for not going back to leftovers and it doesn't matter what it is. If it's food, if it's baked goods, especially baked goods, I'm notorious for not messing with any kind of baked goods after they've been freshly cooked. I mean, like I'll eat them if they're 20 minutes out of the oven, an hour out of the oven. I mean, I'll even eat. I mean, I'm just, I'm just one of those people that I'm very, very stingy with my calories. If I'm going to allot calories towards bad foods, then they better be fresh and they better be hot off the griddle. You know, I'm, I'm one that will go to the donut shop and not like the buck crack of dawn or anything, but I'll go to the donut shop on at, at the time where I know that they're going to be a fresh batch because I don't want to, again, I don't want to waste my calories on stale foods or stale donuts or stale baked goods or anything. Cause that's basically what I call them. I mean, to me, they're stale. And if they're, if they're not fresh, they're stale. It's like one or the other, it's black and white. And I don't, I mean, obviously it's not healthy to be that way, but that's how I am. And it's just something that I've, I've always been that way. And I'm sure most of you are like that as well. But one thing I'm not like that with, and I have to admit this is I'm not like that with relationships. I'm not like that with things that are, I'm partaking in, in my life that are, that are seemingly becoming stale. It's almost like I'll keep consuming those things. For some reason, they keep being palatable. But are they palatable? Because I would argue that they're not palatable. I just don't allow myself to recognize the stale taste that they actually have incurred. And so I keep moving forward, ingesting these things that are otherwise stale and are serving my life no purpose, no meaning, no value. And I think that some of us have these things in our life that we're keeping around and we're continuously consuming, but are nonetheless stale. 
you know, in the Bible, it speaks about manna. Being God provided manna to the Israelites while they were traveling in the desert for 40 years. And manna is basically described as like almost like a, I mean, different, different translations describe it differently, but essentially it's almost like a seed like grain that would be on the ground. And the Israelites, I believe, um, I can't remember exactly. So bear with me. Um, I, I think they crushed it, ground it up and then kind of, um, baked it into like a it was almost like a flake when they were done compressing it and and grinding it down or what have you and it was something of like it came out like almost like a bread but you know sort of but not I mean I guess it was considered a bread by today's standards but it started off as like somewhat of a seed or a flake on the ground from what I recall reading a while back and this was provided for them for years, I mean, I'm 37 years old. There's three more years that this would have been provided for me if I were in back in those days in an Israelite traveling through the desert. I mean, 40 years with anything is a long period of time. You're going to, you're going to get to, you're going to believe that that's going to be a constant in your life after three months. So imagine 40 years and then up until one day, it wasn't there any longer. God didn't provide it any further. And obviously you can, you can presuppose that the Israelites were like WTF, where's the manna? And at that point they had to, I guess, do things differently. I mean, I guess they had, they had to provide for themselves at this point because the manna wasn't there. So how do they get their nourishment? If what God's been providing for, for 40 years, wasn't there any longer, they had to find a different route. They had to, when I say root, I mean, they had to go about finding things that were palatable to consume in a different manner. They had to fend for themselves essentially at this point because God wasn't providing the manna any longer. And sometimes in life, God takes away things, you know, he takes away people. He takes away jobs. He takes away opportunities. He closes doors. And you think to yourself, like the Israelites, WTF, why did you do that? I was just, it was just getting good. Or maybe I could have showed that person a different side of me. Maybe I needed that time away from that person to realize what they meant to me and realize this is how I should conduct myself going, moving further. And maybe I could be what that person wanted, but you took it away and you almost become resentful to some degree. You can, and you sit alone in your thoughts and you're like, why did that happen? Why did that job opportunity shut the door on me? I was just getting good. I was just getting the knack of things with that job or with that, or with that, person, relationship, what have you, like you don't get the knack for a person, but you get my gist. You, you, you felt like maybe things just needed to, I needed a little bit more time, but you shut the door on me. You stopped providing that opportunity or that, that open door. Now it's shut. So what now? And there are multiple times in your life where you're going to think this. And the thing about God is look, if you believe in God, you realize he doesn't move in the same way season to season. 
He's going to do things differently. Why? Because you've evolved. You're wiser. You're stronger. You're more refined. Hopefully, at least. And if you're not, he's trying to make you that end product. So he does things differently. He's not going to he's not going to allow you to have a blueprint of what worked before for what's going to work in the future. And you have to be okay with it. You have to know that and be understanding of that. So there's a reason why he took the man away from you. Perhaps it was stale. And you would have kept living on stale bread for your entire life. But God doesn't want that for you because he's got new fresh things ahead for you. But in order for you to uncover those fresh things, you have to throw the stale out. You're too used to living on stale manna. And that's not the God that you and I serve. He's much more pronounced and paramount than that. So he's got to give you tough love. I guess, right? That's the only that's the only thing that I can understand out of the disarray or the closed doors. He's got something better. This wouldn't be the case if you had something good or you were done evolving, done growing. But like this is a personal development podcast. It's my duty to enforce development on you from my own experiences and what I, how I see fit rather with the word. And I'm not, I'm not talking about the word as in the Bible because I'm not, I'm not astute to talk on something like that. I'm just talking about my own experiences without going into detail or giving you too much context on my own life. Because then that would just be an hour-long podcast, every podcast. And I don't want to just talk about what's going on in my life. But I would like to give you clarification on how to possibly navigate your own based on my own experiences. So it's my duty to give you the developmental skills that help you to proceed further in your life. Or rather just navigate through the weeds. Because oftentimes it's just about that. Navigating through the weeds every day. Until you come out the other side and there's just clear skies, no more weeds. But again, like the clear skies come and the weeds come, the weeds are going to come again. That's just life, season to season. But look, the route is going to change. God is going to take you through a different route every time you go through the weeds. You see how this all comes together. Different routes, God does things differently to help to mold you into what he wants. It's not what you want because it's not what you know. All you know is past. You don't know future. You don't know future tense, Vanessa, John, Amy, Sandra. You don't know. You don't know. All you know is past tense. That's all you can understand. God knows future, your future self, and he's trying to get you there. And it's tough in the process it's going to be, it's going to require you to trust more than you know. Trust more than you understand. It's going to just require that. The way he's doing things is different, but he doesn't want you to continuously feed yourself on stale manna. So he's got to cause you to 
impose it. He's got to rather, I'm sorry. He's got to impose the threat on you because she knows you're not going to do it on your own because that would require you to get uncomfortable. And we all know we hate that. We hate being uncomfortable. But sometimes it's the way to growth. Actually, all the time, it's the way to grow. Sometimes you have to reflect on what's stale in your life. What may still be there that you need to actually drop. Sometimes that's the question that you have to pose every day and then willingly create the action to release yourself from it. I hate stale cookies. I hate stale bread. Why would I consume that? Why would I waste my calories on the stale bread and stale cookies? I want fresh. I want fresh bread, fresh baked goods if I'm going to waste calories. Well, if you're going to waste your energy and invest your time in somebody or something, don't you want it to be fresh? Done.